2: Welcome, everyone, to the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Rodney Fisher, I'm joined by my co-host, Royce Fisher, here in just a second. Welcome to the program. Make sure you continue to follow us online at rfsportsradio.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio as well. So without further ado, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. The 49ers, the Seahawks, the Tigers going to the World Series. The Cardinals are playing right now. We get into our Week 7 picks. Also a little bit about Ray Lewis, Lance Armstrong, and of course the Dallas Mavericks as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on the star of our show, the man that knows everything about sports, the one and only, Mr. Royce Fisher. And how are you
0: tonight, sir? I'm doing fine, Rodney. Thank you for the intro. How are you tonight?
2: I'm pretty good. I know we haven't been on in quite some time, We've been big show. Yeah, getting a lot of stuff together for a a big next couple of weeks that we have coming up with the start of the NBA season. So we want to apologize everyone that's been trying to catch our show, and we are back live on air, so we need your participation. But our website, you can find information on how you can join our show and also call in and be a part of our live show as well, too. But it's a big night, and I'm really getting excited about the NBA season getting ready to start, too.
0: Yeah, so am I, Rodney. You know, we got to see the Mavericks uh, since they came back from the overseas trip to play at home. And uh, I'm kind of getting in the groove, uh, you know, and I saw Boston and Brooklyn play tonight. So that was a good game. So I am getting the NBA move. Big show tonight, man.
2: Absolutely. A lot to talk about. So let's get right into it. Let's start with the top stories of the day so far, of the night so far. You guys ready for to be sports? To real sports enthusiasts when the morning uh, comes, and that's starting out with the MLB playoffs, which we got two games of the final. The Cardinals did put up a win tonight. They beat the Giants. They lead that series three to one, and the Giants, I'm sorry, the Yankees are out of the playoffs. They got swept tonight by the Detroit Tigers eight to one. Um, You know, we really don't talk a lot of baseball, royals, but I'm really not surprised by the Tigers sweeping the Yankees the way they were unable to really hit like they have. I mean, A-Rod getting benched, Swisher getting benched, and the rumors starting to circulate around New York about A-Rod possibly getting traded from the Yankees. But that's going to be a hard pill for the Yankees to swallow. I mean, they have to basically eat $100 million if they do that, but, the rumors are starting to get spread around. But is that just New York? or Do you buy into the rumors about A. Rod being traded?
0: Well, I, well, Ronnie, I always thought he was overpaid to begin with, and and finally, after all these years, the New York Express chain has come to a halt. Uh, you know, they got exposed this year. I'm I'm glad to see uh, Oakland win. I mean, I was happy about that. I'm sorry, Detroit win. I, I was happy about that. Great game tonight, by the way. And, once again, St. Louis is back in there again, man. I never doubted that they would be back. But it's setting up to be a great World Series. Yeah, well, St. Louis has got one more game they've got to win, uh,
2: but taking well, I, a 3 I'm pretty two. sure
0: they'll win this. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, you're my probably
2: right. yeah, you're probably right. You know, hey, the thing about the Yankees, if they trade A-Rod, it, it's going to be another historic move for a player that, uh, you know, has been paid so much amount of money. I really like what Kobe said earlier in the week about A-Rod saying that, you know, sometimes he forgets that he is the best, that he's the best in baseball. And Kobe made the joke about, unfortunately, I never forget I'm the best in basketball. Uh, But sometimes he has to call his buddy, A-Rod, and remind him just how good he is. And and I think if A-Rod paid more attention to his swing and practicing and and sticking to baseball instead of trying to get women's phone numbers above the dugout, yeah, because <laughs> apparently he sent a baseball up to, to two blondes that were sitting above the dugout to ask for one of their phone numbers on the baseball. So yeah, if that, he, can, that, he can get back focused on baseball So the for girls, maybe, maybe, maybe you, you know, turn the corner a little bit.
0: So, so you think he was just distracted this year? I mean, well, in I, think, series? I
2: don't think it's just this year. I think he just needs to get his focus back, period. He needs to get back focused on – baseball and being the best baseball player in the world. He needs to get his focus back on that.
0: And then you have to look at this lineup. These guys are getting old. You know, they really had their run. You know, maybe that time is just about up. You know, it happens in baseball. We've seen a lot of great players' careers come to an end. And, you know, A-Rod has been blessed when it comes to the baseball league because he has had some enormous contracts, played on some great teams. And he's always made, you know, one of the highest-paid players. Yeah,
2: he is the highest-paid
0: player, no doubt about <laughs> That's it. That's right. I mean, you know, even when he was with the Rangers, mm-hmm. you know, he got that large contract. And it's only been going up higher and higher every year for him. But, you know, it may be times. We've yeah, seen that the great players, you know, time comes to an end.
2: And uh, of course, A Rod spoke out today saying that he plans to be a Yankee next year. I guess we'll see about that. Well, I don't uh, in, know about other, that. Exactly. Another sports, real quick. The NHL still does not have a deal in place. Uh, the union did make a counter offer towards the owners today, but again, they, they're nowhere close to getting anything done. And here we go into another year with possibly no hockey or, or a late start uh, to hockey play. So, again, we talk about NHL leagues on the friends that are not like the NBA, NFL, or MLB. When you don't play, people forget about you. So, guys, if you're right. listening, get back on the ice, get some work out. As we, we're gonna forget all about hockey. Period. Especially here in,
0: in Dallas. And and, that, and that's unfortunate because uh, you know not only are they hurting the fans, but a lot of people's livelihoods are based on hockey games. You know, and and, and they're are the other ones that are hurting, but. You know, here we go again. We've seen it with baseball, we saw it with football, we saw it with basketball, and I guess hockey's having their turn now. But it's unfortunate it's not going to happen. But I hope they do resolve it and we get back to some hockey.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do. And, you know, we were at the arena uh, this weekend. Y- you you hit the nail on the head. The people that are really going to be hurting by this are the people that work at these arenas. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Especially working
2: security people because now they're taking – you know, half of their paycheck away.
0: Yeah, and, I, you know, I talked to a lot of them. They're they're really concerned about this. And a lot of them, you know, they schedule for those games. That's how they make their money, no games, no pay. So it it really is unfortunate. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh,
2: Another quick news before we get into our big stories today, Uh, the NBA announced this week that they're going to put a time limit on the pregame rituals of players. You know, they're calling it the (laughs) – LeBron rule because right. as we all know, LeBron does this whole pattern thing in the air and right before the game starts. And now they're going to put a time limit. I think it's ten seconds or something like that uh, for a time limit. Yeah. Are they? Is it, it's more of David Stern trying to have his little control going on, or, or why even have a rule like this?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a dumb rule. Uh, I I kind of like it. It's entertaining. You know, the crowd loves it. The kids, especially LeBron James preparation before the game, you know, and a lot of players had their ritual. I wonder if that's going to change the game, you know, because guys don't get a chance to, you know, a lot of guys are superstitious like that, you yeah. know. But I, I think it's a dumb rule. They could have left that one alone. You know, they did make one good rule change about the flopping this year, but that yeah. was something they could have just left alone. That's entertaining for the crowd. You got to to have some entertainment in there. Why right. have cheerleaders? Yeah, you got to
2: Right, right. You got, you don't take away the entertainment level of the of the NBA basketball game. I agree with you 100% there. Uh, another quick news, uh, real fast, is you guys, uh, if you follow football or follow sports at all, uh, then you know the struggles that Andy Reid has been having since training camp started with his son passing away during training camp. where the coroner came out today and made an official ruling for the cause of death saying it was a – uh, heroin overdose. Now, Andy Reid has never shied away from the fact that it was drug-induced, that he knew it was some type of drug overdose. But now seeing this kind of happen, this has been a really, really, really rough week That's for it. Andy Reid. You know, you look at him having to fire his best friend, who was a defensive coordinator. You look at how he's really trying to have Michael Vick on his pedestal, and Vick continues to turn the ball over. People saying that they're Careers are tied together. If Vic doesn't succeed, then he doesn't succeed. And, and now to have this come out in the open from the corners report, it's got to be a pretty rough, rough week for Andy Reid, especially going into a game against uh, his first division game or a big division game against the Washington Redskins. So
0: and he, and you're right, it's been a tough year. Struggling football team, your job's in jeopardy, you lose your son. That's every parent's nightmare to lose his son, uh, you know, Because you expect for your kids to outlive you, and I can understand it's been a rough. So I I can't imagine what he's going through, having to deal with the struggles of the other team. Uh, Michael Vick is his baby. You know, they both succeed. They both fail together. You know how they work. It's unfortunate. He's a great guy, great coach. Uh, But uh, that's unfortunate that's happened. I can't imagine what this guy is going through. Right. You know, day to day. So uh he does have my blessings. Absolutely, you know. absolutely.
2: Uh and and of course now today college football front, of course we're gonna talk a lot of college football, but a lot of things happening. Uh the biggest thing I want to kinda of touch on real quick before we go into our lead story is uh A and M, as you know, making the move to the S E. C. They're gonna be hosting uh L S U on uh Saturday at College Station, the first real you know, LSU is a powerhouse. and I'm not going to imagine what's going to happen when they show up at Cal Field and finally get his rivalry and everything going. But they did announce that next year Alabama is going to show up at A&M
0: next year. So,
2: and m making some money here, Royce.
0: Yeah, uh, great move for the school financially. Now, I, I, I don't think they're in their league. <laughs> you know, last week we saw the Cotton Bowl. That was a big blowout. I, I look for the same thing. But to play Alabama, one of the toughest schools, number one school in the nation, that's a big step. Uh, Just make a good showing. That's all I got to say. Just make a good (laughs) showing. All
2: right, let's take a a quick break. We'll come right back. We'll jump into our lead story and talk a little bit about Ray Lewis, the injury to him, but his legacy will be, and find out if me or Roy think that he will come back for one last season or go ahead and call it quits right now. You're listening to RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought, this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day, and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the soda, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road in Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at com. Welcome back everyone to the RF Sports Radio show. My name is Rodney Fisher. Let me bring up my co-host Royce Fisher here. Uh in just a second we get started with the top story. Uh we're well, our main topic for tonight, that's Ray Lewis. Let me ask you first, Royce, did you know Ray Lewis is injured? Uh he's gonna be out for at least eight weeks. Well, pretty much the entire season with a torn tricep uh triceps muscle that he suffered during the uh Dallas game last week and a lot of speculation as whether Ray Lewis is going to come back to play in the NFL. Or have we seen the last of him? And I want to get your opinion first on what you think Ray Lewis will do and, and, and why he's going to make that decision.
0: Well, Ronnie knowing Ray Lewis, the kind of football player he was, he'll probably try to come back. And even if he doesn't come back this year, I'd look him to play one more year. We all thought that this would be his last year. But uh, the thing about Ray Lewis, you know, a couple of weeks ago I saw this special on ESPN 30 for 30. They did a story about Ray Lewis. Uh, You know, he goes around speaking to youth. He's a great speaker. You know, and some of the things that he does in his offseason and does for other people I thought was fantastic. I have the utmost respect for this guy. He, He always gives you 100% great leader on the football field, great leader off the field. Uh, I would hate to see him end his career this way, Uh, but you know we we know this happens. But I know Ray Lewis. If it's any kind of way he he can play this year, even not come back, he's not going to end his career this way. I look for him to come back and play.
2: I feel the same way. I think there's there's no way that he'll end his career the way he with an injury. You know, for a guy that's been like the, the, the tough guy in the NFL, the emotional leader, the physical leader of, the, of Ravens' defense, I think there's no way that he ends his career with an injury. I think he comes back, he tries to play. It, it, and let's not forget that his team is 5-1. Is and one. Absolutely. You know, so they, they have a chance to get into the playoffs if they can kind of right the ship, if they can get deeper to the playoffs. We You never know. You may see Ray Lewis playing in the AFC Championship game this year. Uh, I think if he comes back and that happens, then we could possibly see a retirement. But no way a guy like that ends his career with an injury. Now, you brought up a good point. Now, Ray does have a bright, bright, bright future outside of football. Absolutely. Everything from speaking engagements to, to uh, NFL networks to, you know, even all kinds of TV networks. He's already, I, you
0: know, I, I, I can see him as a coach.
2: A, exactly. He's <laughs> already been receiving – phone calls from NFL broadcast networks about him joining uh, right. their their uh, coverage because they figure he's going to retire as well, too. So he's got plenty of stuff to do when he gets out of there. Uh, you know, with that said, do you think that sways his decision either way?
0: Yeah, well, you know, at the beginning of the season, we all thought this would be his last year. And, and they haven't been great this year. They're on a mission. But you know what? I, I still think they'll make the playoffs because I think this motivates these guys. He's a leader. He, he, you know, he can see a lot of things for the defense. And I know they're banged up and injured. But I actually look for guys to step up for Ray Lewis to play better. You know yeah. what I mean? To 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 put that extra effort in for him. But I I would it, it would really be a tragedy to see him go out like this. You know, and I know this is not the way Ray Lewis wanted to go out. But, you know, like I said, we've seen him play hurt in playoff games before where he couldn't move his shoulder.
1: (laughs) You know, he found a way to
0: to play, and uh, he will play hurt. But uh, I hope it's not as bad as they say it is. I hope he does get back on the field. I hope they do make the playoffs. And uh, he wants to go out on top, and I think he should. He deserves it.
2: You know, I wrote a story about um, another Raven, Terrell Suggs, who – for, somehow out of the blue, he, he starts practicing this week, looking to come back and play Sunday against the Houston Texans. And I wrote a little piece of piece of what I thought. I thought he was coming back way too early. I mean, yeah. if he comes back and plays Sunday, he'll be the quickest athlete to ever rebound from a Achilles injury and, and play in competition. And, and if you think about it, when Ray retires, if he does retire this season or next season, Terrell Sers is the face of their defense for their franchise. He's the next guy in line. He was the defensive player of the year he he's the guy everybody's gonna be looking to to be the next Ray lewis type figure for for Baltimore. There's no way you risk all of that future for for now I mean you're five and one you know you you can get by you got the twenty six ranked defense not like you ranked number one you can get by for a little while until he gets. A little more up to speed, practice a little bit more, gets back at full speed. But no, no reason to kind of risking that right now, in my opinion.
0: You know, and I, I agree with you. Uh, they are five and one, which gives them a little advantage. But you know, that's a tough division they're in, and I, I can see him sitting out one or two more games. You know, you still be in the mix. Uh, but you're right here, the future leader of this team. He learns from the best, and. He doesn't need to come back half. He needs to come back at 100. But like I say, you can put off two at least two games. Right. Well, that's what
2: I'm thinking. You know, it's it just seems so such a rush. It seems, and, and you know what? It could be a most it could be Right. Trying to get out there for the Houston Texans to not know what the game. Is. other than having Ray Lewis in the locker room, well, I'm sorry, in the huddle for the defense, is a Darius Webb, their cornerback. I mean, he's their best cornerback that they have out there. Ed Reed has an injury, a shoulder injury, so he's not ball hawking like he normally is. That's going to be even, even better, I think, for the defense that's already ranked 26 in the league. But there's no reason to rush the guy back. This is my opinion. There's no reason to actually try to push for this to happen because, I know it's a freaking nature and all, but come on. If no other player has been able to do it that quick, why is he able to?
0: And you're absolutely right. But I think it's time for the offense to start carrying the defense now, you know, since they are banged up. Because for years we know this defense carried this offense. So it's time for these, you know, Flacco to step up and the rest of the guys on offense to carry this defense until they get back healthy.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree
0: 100%. All right, so we talked a little bit about Ray Lewis. Our next
2: topic I want to focus on really quick is uh, Lance Armstrong, um, as you guys have probably heard by now. Fighting uh, cancer for such a a long period of time. And then now, you know, the doping allegations came out. Then he had the USDA investigation that basically said that this guy was, you know, this guy was, I guess, doping. <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. And we found that the evidence was really his teammates. His teammates all had testimony against him yeah. what he did, and he decided to step down from his Live Strong, uh, chairman of foundation. the Live Strong Foundation. The foundation he started to fight cancer, and Nike pulled out a sponsorship, uh, also I also found out today that they're not the only ones that pulled out. He only has Oakley left as a sponsor. Uh, Michelob Ultra pulled out. Other endorsers are pulling out because now he's not fighting like he fought cancer, you know, for his name right. and for what he wants to do. So what I want to ask you about that is why Why all of a sudden no fight from, from Lance Armstrong? Why is he just kind yeah. of all into the shadows while all this stuff is hovering over him? I mean, is, it, is this an admission of guilt on his part?
0: Well, Rodney, you know, this this story has been running for such a long time. The allegations have been out there for a long time. But this is one story I was hoping that it was not true because I had, and in a way still have, a lot of respect for Lance Armstrong uh, because of what he went went through. And I think that's what makes this story so interesting because what he's done for the sport, what he's done for the council calls, uh what he had to go through to overcome cancer and come back, you know, and, and win some more titles. I I you know, I was hoping this story wasn't true. I was hoping all the allegations were false. But apparently it is true. It's hard to face. It was hard for me to face. I mean it, this really broke my heart. And uh I 'cause the guy's done so much, how much money he's raised, was five hundred a half a billion or so for cancer research. Uh, live Strong. I even had one of the arm bands. But uh, I, I was hoping this was not true, but, you know, with all the teammates coming forward saying, but, you know, I, I don't want to believe this story, but, uh, you know, I, I have to. The thing is, and I'm hoping to hang this on, just on me, that uh, I don't know what he went through, you know, fighting cancer. I don't know what that's like. And you know maybe he did it because he was suffering from cancer. I don't know that, but it, you know it, it's a stir, hard story for me to swallow. It really is.
2: Yeah, you know the thing is, is and I feel you. That's kind of why it's you know, so hard for me to describe because the guy fought cancer and was this right. this beacon of hope for all these cancer survivors. People have survived cancer because of Lance Armstrong and what he did. You know, but but. Was he doing it under a false
1: pretense?
2: You know, it's like if you're in an agreement with someone and they misrepresent themselves, I mean, should you feel a little you know, a little bad about that? If you if you endorse him if you endorsed him because he had this incredible story, he overcame these things, he had these incredible feats and then you find out that the whole time he was doing it, he was he was cheating essentially, you know, to to try to get more money, to try to get more endorsements, to try to raise more money. I mean, do you fault him for for doing that?
0: Well, you know, running doping is a big part of sports. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody came out tomorrow and they were doing the same thing. You know, we we know this is out there. It's, you know, it's in every sport out there, even in the Olympics. You know, we 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 saw Marion Jones get stripped in the Olympics because of that, and it's such a common thing now. You know, but you have to look at it like this: does the good outweigh the bad? Does what what he has done, you know, such a good work, does that outweigh just you know doping? You understand what I'm trying to say?
1: Yeah, it, I it's good
0: outweighs is bad, so that that's how, that's why it's hard for me to to grasp this.
2: You know, you know, if you look at it that way, you can almost look at it like a modern day uh I don't know, this could be a stretch, but you know, kinda of like a modern day, you know, Robin Hood, okay. Robin Hood stole from the rich, gave to the poor. All right. Lance Armstrong kinda, of, you know, manipulated the system to get more money to help out cancer you know, cancer victims and raise money for cancer. But, right. you know, if you're a big corporation, you donated millions of dollars to him and, and to his organization, are you looking to get some money back now?
0: Well, you know, the the bad part of this and the downside of this is he made a lot of money off of this himself. Right. And and that's the bad part about it. But he also raised a lot of money for cancer awareness and for cancer survivors. And, you know, just think about all the people that wouldn't have got care or medical care or attention. or Even, you know, he brought a lot of attention to the cause, you know, would go without treatment. So. Mm-hmm. In that sense, I think the good outweighs the bad, but we know doping is in every sport. He's not the first athlete. No, he would He'd be the last athlete to be caught doping. True. Let me
2: bring on another uh, guest real quick. Let me bring on host of Test Drive America, Chris uh, Fisher. He's going to be joining us real fast. Chris, I, I know you've been hearing that conversation about Lance Armstrong. Let me ask you a little bit about, you know your thoughts on you know the allegations. Him not really fighting the allegations. Now stepping down as chairman of the Live Strong Foundation. Nike pulling out his endorsement uh, of Lance Armstrong. It, it seems like everything's kind of boxing him in. Uh, do you feel like he's gonna make a confession, or you think he's just kind of to see if it blows
1: over? I don't know about you know maybe making a confession. I mean, really, you know, at this point what difference would it make? I mean, basically, if it's all his teammates, you know, have said, well, he was doping, he was doping, and he was shooting up and what have you, and, you know, there's nothing but one teammate, I mean, you know, not saying anything, I mean, I, I what, what difference would he make what he says at this point? It well, wouldn't know, make man. any difference at all, you know? I mean, because everybody – well, and that's the thing is I, I can't really – you know what, I mean – I still say, you know, he's one of the, you know, one of the greater athletes I've seen because of uh, even, you know, if you strip away everything he did on the field, the things he did off the field, you know, were just, like, monumentous. I mean, they they are worthy of being, you know, recognized. So in that light, you know, I mean, if you've ever been in a situation where, you know, people have have tried to make you out into something that you feel like you're not, I mean, then you can understand where the man is coming from. You know, at some point you're like, you know what, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to, you know, I don't want my kids to go to school and have to, you know, hear on the news or talk about in class how I was doping. You know, I, I don't want my kids having to grow with, you know, having the stress of, you know, being uh, heckled when they go out of the house every day and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, you know, you got to think, you know, to to yourself, you know, he's making the best decision for him and his family, which, I mean, he can't knock the man for that. How many years did he spend spending time and doing something for others? So, I mean, I don't knock him doing something for himself. You know what? You know, you don't have to say anything at all. Everybody else wants to do what they did, you know, and say what they want to say, whether it's true or not. All the teammates want to turn. I mean, you know, they could be envious and jealousy. We don't know. They could come out and say, "Well, you know what? All of us were lying." Then what?
2: Well, well, apparently this was all sworn testimony. There is other evidence that's yet to come out as far as uh, testing that he's done over the years. Things of that nature for for any kind of foundation they they may be trying to run on their own. I think it I think it puts a black eye on all of that.
1: Well, I mean, I I I don't know. I mean, you could you could say that, but I mean, you 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 know, you can't listen to everybody else's testimony. If everybody else says that, you know, well, something about the host of of of, uh, of our sports radio is this and that. I mean, you know, if everybody else says it, that doesn't make it true.
0: Well, I, I'm going to say this, Lance gets a pass for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, he
1: gets a pass uh, from me, too. It, it, I mean, because it, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, he's done more greater
0: good than bad, and that's why right, I look at exactly. it. exactly. You know, so and i And regardless I, I'm, of what I'm everybody else it.
1: says, that still right. doesn't take away the fact that he saved a bunch of people's lives and he right. inspired a bunch of folks, man, and, and he still is going to be marked on this earth for some of the good deeds that he did. Sometimes it ain't always about money and everything right. else. You know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's nice to be important. But sometimes it's more important just to be nice. Man. Yeah, that's true. And for that, he'll always be remembered for me. I mean, you know, until somebody else can raise a half a billion dollars for 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 somebody else, hey man, I mean, he's got the time.
2: Well, again, we want you guys' opinion on this whole topic as well, too. Anything you heard today, make sure you give us an email at rf sports radio at gmail dot com or follow us on uh, Twitter at rf sports radio. Uh, to follow us there and also follow us on the web at rfsportsradio.com. Let's get into the NFL and we'll do some picks. Hopefully Christian stay on the line with us and do a couple of picks with us for week number seven in the NFL. We will, we'll start off with a wrap-up of the Seahawks and the 49ers. The 49ers win 13-6. Defensive shutout for the 49ers, only allowing two field goals in the first half, shut them out completely in the second half. Russell Wilson only had 122 yards, no touchdowns. Alex Smith wasn't that much better, but 131 yards from Frank Gore really did the trick. He did throw one touchdown, and the 49ers now 5-2 and two, and pretty much on top of the NFC West at this point. But a good game by the Seahawks.
0: Yeah, tough game. Uh, just like I said the other week, they had a more experienced quarterback other than Russell Wilson, which is playing great. They they would have won this game. Yeah, it could be. But it's a learning
2: experience for Right. For Russell, too. You know, they have to play that team again, so so they have another chance to go back at them. All right, let's jump into our picks again, guys. Our picks are for recreational purposes only. So that means if you don't win, you can't sue us. And if you do win, we need our cut. Absolutely. All right, so let's jump right into it. Starting with the Titans and the Bills. This game is going to be in Buffalo. Uh, Royce, uh, the Bills are favored by five. Who are you picking here?
0: You know, I started out thinking the Buffalo Bills, that was my team that let me down. I think uh, Tennessee's on a roll. I'm going with Tennessee. All right. Give me Buffalo to
2: win this game. I- I'll take the Buffalo Bills. Um,
1: and, um, Chris, who are you picking? I'll take Buffalo, man. I mean, I just, I, just, uh, I don't Eric, know. I, I mean, Buffalo but, well, well, here's <laughs> the thing. I mean, but every time you pick a lot of people, they lose, you know. So, I mean, that's nothing new. But anyway. The
2: uh, we got the Browns at one and five going to play the Indianapolis coach who are two and three had a, a pretty bad loss last week, uh, against the New York Jets. Of all people, uh, Indianapolis is favored by, by one. This is a home game, and of course, the Browns are not that good of a team. So, give me the coach
0: to win this game at home. Worst, I, I'm gonna go with the coach, too. I, I, I do think Cleveland will give them a little of a fight, but I'm going Indy. And hey, Chris, are you picking?
1: I say I, I say it's an upset, Cleveland.
0: Wow. Okay. okay. All right. The Packers
2: at three and three going against the Rams to a three and three as well. This game is in St. Louis, and let's not forget the Rams are undefeated at home. There be some good teams inside that dome. Green Bay is favored by six. Give me the Packers. I think they had a good game last week. I think they finally get things on track. Rodgers threw six touchdowns last week. He's got 16 touchdowns so far in the season. Give me the Packers that win big in St. Louis. Chris, who you picking?
1: I don't know. I want to say I want to go with the Packers, but honestly, I mean I'm I'm not really sold on the Packers. They had that one Super Bowl year and. And I, I haven't really seen too much of anything since and uh I, I, I don't wanna be the the upset guy this week, you know, but um I don't know. If if the Packers do I really wanna pick, you know, the other team, but I if the Packers do win it it'll be by marginal. very, very little. I mean maybe a point.
2: So who are you picking?
1: I'm pick I'm not picking I'm going against Green Bay. Green Bay is gonna lose. All right,
2: Chris uh Roy, see you picking here,
0: Rams the Packers. My sources tell me there's a Star brewing in Green Bay. Uh, it will come out later. But I'm on to pick St. Louis for the upset. Okay, cool. All right, so two St.
2: Louis and I got the Packers. All right, the Cardinals and the Vikings, the fight of two, four and two teams. The Vikings at home, they're undefeated at home. Give me the Vikings to win this game. The the line on this game in Vegas is Minnesota by seven. That sounds about right to me. Uh Royalty you picking here.
0: Arizona stumbles on offense, but uh, Minnesota, a little bit more firepower. power. I'm going Minnesota. All right, Chris.
1: Okay, I, I didn't hear you for a second. We had a bad connection. Who <laughs> was it again, he said? The Cardinals and
2: the Vikings.
1: Cardinals and the Vikings. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, oh, that's a tough one right there, man. I mean, because you know the 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 Vikings. I mean, they can turn it on in in certain situations, but uh, Arizona did have a, a nice game last game. So I I don't know, man. I, you know what? I'm gonna go with Arizona.
2: All right, we're gonna speed this up a little bit since we're running out of time here on the picks. Let's jump to the next next game real fast. That is the Redskins and the Giants. Who are you picking this game, Royce?
0: I got to go with Eli over Robert Griffin. I'm going with the Giants.
2: All right. Give, uh, give me the Redskins to win the game. The first time that RG3 faced the Giants is a home game for the Redskins. So give me uh, RG3 and the Redskins to win. The Giants are favored by seven. Chris, who are you picking here?
1: Yeah, I'm picking the Redskins. I'm with you, man. I think they don't have anything for RG3. Yeah, I've
2: been against Eli. That's right.
1: Uh, I just, That's right. I just don't think that defense has okay.
2: anything for RG3. Don't forget, the Redskins beat them twice last year without RG3. You know what I'm saying? That was so, last year. All right. Uh, the Saints and the Buccaneers, Saints 1-4, and four, coming off a bye week, playing the Buccaneers. Jonathan Villeman may play this game. Uh, there's going to be a big emotional, bu- uh, big emotional push for the Saints. to so, Give me the Saints to beat the Buccaneers at home. Uh New Orleans is favored by one uh Roy C Pickett. That's same. Alright, Chris. Thanks, I guess. Alright, you got the Cowboys and the Panthers. Cowboys on the road. They need this win. They need this win. They need this win.
1: You mean but, you need this win. <laughs>
2: but I'm picking the Panthers to win the game. You picking against the Cowboys? Picking the Panthers to win the game because the wheels are going to fall off and they're finally going to fire Jason Garrett, which is a
0: whole other topic for another show.
1: So.
0: <laughs> you wish. Listen, li- listen I think <laughs> Cowboys need more than this win. They need a lot more than this win. They got a lot of problems. I'm thinking Carolina, Cam Newton would light them up.
1: Chris, who you got here? I got Carolina, man. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a no-brainer with the uh, – the, the the play they've been exuding this year, and
2: yeah, they got doubts for everybody by one this game, but it's not gonna be that close. All right, the uh, Ravens and the Texans, a big game on Sunday, guys. Both both teams are five and one. Uh, it's a home game for the Texans. The Ravens come to town, of course, suffering the injuries that they have. Man, so this is a tough pick right here. So Chris, I'll let you pick this game first.
1: Baltimore. I think I think the defense is uh, well. The Texans are, you know, they 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 kind of always do this last couple of years. It start off good, but Matt Schaub, I mean, he's he he's, he's flop, man. He's not a big game quarterback. He's he's a stat quarterback, and that's all he's going to be. He'll never be anything more than that. So Ravens.
2: All right, give me the Ravens to pull this game out some kind of way as well too. Royce, who you picking here?
0: I think the Ravens have too many injuries on defense. Houston can light up. Adrian Foster, I got to go with Houston. And they're playing in Houston. I got to go with Houston. All right. The Jaguars
2: and the Raiders, 2-1-4 teams. The Raiders are at home. Uh, give me the Raiders to win this game over the Jaguars. They played the Falcons pretty tough last week. So, give me the Raiders and the win at home. Chris, who are you picking here?
1: I'm with you on the Raiders. I won't argue. All
0: right, Royce. The Raider fans will be dressed for Halloween early. I'm going with Cobra. <laughs> All right, and the uh, Jets and the Patriots, AFC
2: East showdown. Everybody's tied in AFC East at three and three, so it's gonna be a big game. Everybody's tied: the Jets, Patriots, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins. So, winning this game could be on top of the AFC East. You know what? I wanted to pick the Jets to win, but when I found out today the thing about playing T-Bow as running back, I'm picking the Patriots to win.
1: <laughs>
2: that just, they're hey, just don't me. make
1: yeah, but...
2: don't make any sense to play T-Bow at running back. That's just the dumbest
0: thing I've heard. Period. Royce, you picking here. <laughs> well, which Jets team will show up, and which New England team will show up? Both of them have been disappointments, and both of them have been exciting to watch. Wow! But I, I think the Jets are more uh, uh, are not going to win this game because they are playing in New England. I'm going New England. And uh, Chris Davis,
1: Aver- hey if, man, don't, if, you ain't got to ask me them. that question, man. That's that's, that's a, <laughs> now that's a dumb question. Yeah, <laughs> ask me who I pick. He's Everybody in the, the world knows I'm driving the Patriots.
2: All uh, right, the uh, Battle of Ohio, the Steelers and the Bengals. It's a home game for the Bengals in this in this game. Uh, Andy Dalton's had a pretty decent year. He's thrown for twelve touchdowns. He actually had a better has a better year statistically than Ben Roethlisberger does. Uh, the Steelers are still dealing with a couple of injuries. You know what? Give me the Cincinnati team to, to beat the Steelers at home.
1: Oh, that's a big. One. That's a big one. Chris, who you got here? Oh, you got to ask Russ, 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 who you going with?
0: Well, I got an inside source told me today that Big Ben left practice early. Uh, somewhat of injury. I think Cincinnati wins this game. Yeah, I mean, you heard it first. Yeah. Here. Big Ben left practice early. All right, Chris. Yeah, well, my
1: friend, he still is, is probably going to hate me for this, but I don't think the Steelers are going for a listen that either.
2: Yeah, so we all got the Bengals there. All right, uh, the Monday night game, the Lions and the Bears. The Lions either win pretty bad. They're 2-3. The Bears, of course, are 4-1. Home game for the Bears. The Bears don't usually do too well after a bye week, and they're favored by seven. But the Lions have been the team that played terrible in the first half, comes back in the second half. I think some kind of way they write the ship, or give me the Lions to win this game because I think they're better than two and three. I'll take the Lions on Monday Night Football to beat the Bears. Royce, who are you picking?
0: Well, actually, the Bears are a much better football team than the Cowboys. I'm going with the Chicago Bears.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Royce, <laughs> Chris, are you picking?
1: I'm going with the Bears, but not for the same reason yeah, that you're going for the Bears. Uh, I say it's because... Uh, I, I don't know. I think Detroit is just going to have one of those years. It's just not one of their best years this year. And just For some reason, they can't get it together. I just I don't think they're going to pull it tonight. They're lost, right. and they're still trying to find themselves. Half the season's almost over, and they're still lost.
2: All right. Well, no doubt. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Make sure you check us out tomorrow night live for the DeSoto High School football. It's their homecoming. We've got a huge day uh, planned for that. It starts at about 7 7- are nice to so thank everyone. Make sure you go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. Uh we didn't get a chance to talk a little bit talk about the Mavericks, but we will talk about that next week. Until next week, thank everyone for tuning in or listen to RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com.